Hello friend, I am Maria and welcome to the Conversations with My Higher Self podcast. This show is about spirituality, consciousness, and the inner workings of the universe at large. My partner Sergey uses hypnosis to bring me into a deep theta state where I get a chance to connect with my higher self. He then interviews me to uncover a wealth of knowledge about higher realms, celestial beings, and various energetic practices. Enjoy! Today, I would like to talk to you about spirit crystals. What is a spirit crystal from the spiritual perspective? <laughs> sure. Um, spirit crystal, soul crystal, um, your higher self crystal. I think there could be many names for this particular type of crystal. There's also potentially more than one. So let's preface with that. But um, your spirit crystal is a crystal that has the vibration, which for the crystal kingdom would be the closest vibration to that of your soul, spirit, or your higher self, which is technically a combination of both soul and spirit energies. Right. But for simplicity's sake, we can call it a spirit crystal. So everything in existence, everything in the universe, if you will, um, is a particular vibration. You can think of it as almost like each vibration, right? Like there can be many analogies we can um, use in this case. But let's say that ev every vibration is a radio frequency. On that radio frequency, there are multiple different beings um, that vibrate at the level of that radio frequency right at the level of that sound and so apart from your soul energy or the energy of your higher self there are other beings of creation that would vibrate a similar type frequency um so a spirit crystal you know uh, so on on that wavelength so to say you might have things that vibrate with you on the same level um, although they might be low vibrational, if that makes sense. I don't know if that would or that wouldn't. But basically, imagine that there are um, these wave frequencies are more like a horizontal line, right? And they kind of almost like a wave. And then there are vertical lines that represent dimensions. So if your higher self is in that higher dimension, along that vertical line, you're going to have other types of vibrations that could be considered to be a part of the same wave, but in a different dim di dimension. Either way, they are your vibrational match, right? Mm -hmm. Thus, there exists a crystal that would really emanate an energy that is similar to who you are at your core. Because of that, connecting to that energy, connecting to that crystal could be exceptionally healing, invigorating, nurturing, strengthening, et cetera, et cetera, for you. The way you get paired with a spirit crystal is a little bit like the way you get paired with um, your spirit animal, right? So a spirit crystal would be a crystal equivalent of your spirit animal, right? You also have your spirit plant. Um, you might have your spirit planet, actually. There are a lot of things in the universe that vibrate at your level, mm -hmm. right? So finding these types of companions, finding these types of supportive energies could really amplify who you are and what you are even in this incarnation 
because the vibrations that are a match to the vibrations of your higher self are always, even in 3D reality, are of great help and of great aid and assistance in anything you do. Yeah. So, um, but it's still, the vibration of this crystal is still lower than uh, the vibration of your higher self. Correct. Right? Correct. Uh, and uh, is it like, a, it's not a substitute, right? Because you should also connect with your higher self yes. to get the highest frequency. But what would be the benefit of connecting to the crystal if you could just go straight to your higher self? So there is no uh, substitute from connecting to your higher self, or for, should I say, connecting to your higher self or source energy. Yeah. And from your perspective, it technically is going to be one and the same, by the way, uh -huh. uh, because your higher self is just so much more vibrational that for all intents and purposes, it's equivalent from your perspective to the energy of source. Um, however, right, in the same way that even that very often people that you would consider to be people with an open crown center sometimes use tools despite getting other messages from the universe and their guides. They could still be using tools like, I don't know, lucid dreaming or tarot or runes or, you know, something that is a tool mm -hmm. to amplify, connect, get more messages. Um, so in the same way that you would connect, you know, you would connect with your spirit crystal if you want to amplify, amplify certain things. Sometimes it would help you actually amplify your connection to your higher self. It would help you be fully aligned on your path now the reason that the crystal is also very important is because it is your th third dimensional helper right so the body of the crystal as well as your personal body exist in the same dimension mm -hmm. very often more often than not things that are in the same um, vibrational dimension as you are have an easier access point to you and thus can have more of an impact than things that are in a different vibrational field. Mm -hmm. Right? That makes sense. Right? For example, I don't know, let's say you're going through not such a great time. I, you're down, you feel like very low energy. For some people, that would automatically close out their ability to communicate with their higher self to the fullest. But you can leverage that crystal as a tool to help you connect into the right cell like, mm -hmm. and, and realign into, into that frequency. Again, because your 3D helpers are always accessible to you, mm -hmm. unlike some things that are higher vibration. So, so hold on. There is one, one point that I didn't finish, though, from earlier, if I may. Um, the spirit crystal in the same way as a spirit animal um, would also select you as a spirit. <laughs> I'll explain how this works. So... Because this universe is very, very abundant, at any point in time, there could be myri a myriad, like, I don't know, millions of different crystal life forms that are a vibration to your vibration. And yet, not every single crystal of those would become your spirit crystal. There is a prerequisite. There is something that needs to happen in order for that relationship to be established. So the first condition that needs to be met is you two as in your higher self and this crystal vibrating at the same frequency. Two, uh, that crystal would need to commit, like make a commitment to serving you, if that makes sense, right? Because, and we've kind of been there before, that crystals are in a mission of service, right? But it is a service that comes out of the free will of the crystal, right? So as the crystal and the spirit are entering this symbiotic relationship, the crystal needs to commit to its master. 
And generally, the way and the reason that that happens is because the sponsoring energy of the crystal, whether that's a collective group or an individual soul, feels very aligned to your personal higher self and the mission of your personal, uh, like your, your, your higher self, or even if maybe not the full mission of your higher self, but the particular, um, like a particular period, almost, hmm. uh, like that next step in your journey, you know, that crystal would feel really aligned to. And so it commit to helping you on that path, helping you move in the, in the general direction that you're trying to move. Makes sense. Yeah. Huh. Okay. And um, it doesn't change from incarnation to incarnation. No. So spirit crystals don't change from incarnation to incarnation. They are attached to your um, higher self. Uh, by, by attached, I don't mean like <laughs> really attached. But um, that is the level that they're formed and that there is a level that they stay. However, it's not always a forever relationship. Like over the quote unquote lifetime of your soul, um, you might have multiple spirit crystals or soul crystals um, that would commit to you for a certain portion of that journey. And then when that journey has been completed, that collective mission that you had, the collective commission, uh, commission, uh, uh, the mission that you co-owned together is considered complete. And then it's almost like that contract falls away and a new one comes in, in its place. Mm. There are souls that only have one spirit crystal. There are souls that have over 100 spirit crystals. It depends. It depends on many factors. The maturity of the soul, um, the mission of the soul, and also how inept it is at finding helpers for itself. So in other ways, not every soul is as communicative as, as the next one. Even at soul level, you have extroverts, introverts, and everything in between. Hmm. <laughs> the more extroverted souls tend to have more helpers because because they they actually spend time effort and energy in enlisting others into their mission and even sharing that mission with them in the first place mm, i see yeah at the same time there is no right or wrong answer it doesn't mean that like if you're a soul with one spirit crystal that you're doing a bad job um because no no higher self acts in a way that doesn't serve it right uh -huh. So it's all part of a grander, bigger plan. And you should just trust that whatever amount of crystals you have is good enough. Okay. So, and uh, what would be, uh, I think you touched this uh, a bit, but what would be the benefit that this crystal gives you? Is it de like dependent on the person? It's very individual or it's they still have something in common? So partially depends on the crystal itself, right? Because, any, uh, and by the way, I do recommend you listen to the previous episode that we did about the different types of crystals, right? The, you know, there are amplifier crystals and protector crystals and purifier crystals, right? So depending on which one, which category of the crystal, um, you know, your particular spirit crystal belongs to, your, the impact, the effect it would have on your life may be different. However, however, if there is one common denominator, it is that that crystal, as you interact with it, as you focus your energy on it, as you connect to it, would always bring you in alignment with your higher self, which means that it would A, align all of your chakras, right? Despite the fact that that spirit crystal at face value might only represent 
one chakra, right? It would still, because it is connected to your higher self, let's just say that it helps anchor the energy of your higher self in your physical body more and more, the mm. more you interact with it, right? Mm. So inadvertently, it would align um, the pillar that is your chakras, right? And, you know, start building that connection from your crown, you know, third eye crown to your higher self. So it starts building that upward pillar into really, really high dimensions as well as part of its work. So let's just say that no matter how you use the crystal, whether that is for relaxation, whether that is for healing, whether that is for getting answers, you know, whatever you do with the help of that crystal would help you bring, would help bring you to a better aligned state. If you're asking for an answer, it would help bring about the answers that are fully aligned or better aligned with your mission, mm -hmm. right? If you're asking to, you know, heal a particular ailment or help you with a particular um, ineptitude in your body, it would, again, help you bring closer to that alignment with your higher self and things that are better and, you know, for your greater mission, greater good, as opposed to something that's just good enough in the moment. Hmm. And does it help you, even though, like, you don't have a conscious connection with the crystal? define what you mean by conscious connection uh like most i assume most people don't know their uh spirit crystal does it still help uh people or so, you have to connect first in order to get its help yes so no the crystal is not going to be able to help you unfortunately you're going to have to invite it in mm -hmm. because crystals really respond to free will oh they cannot just help you they could kind of try to align and put themselves in your path yeah but you have to respond to that calling and unless you respond to that calling they cannot automatically like help you behind the scenes uh -huh. okay so that it's very important to actually connect with the one in order to get correct mm -hmm. correct got it in okay. the ideal world you would always have a piece of your spirit crystal close to you Mm -hmm. So what leads to the next question, uh, how do you connect with your spirit uh, crystal? Sure. Um, so the way you connect with your spirit crystal is very similar to how you connect with your spirit animal. Um, I'll maybe give you like a very general uh, understanding um, of j just so that like I can obviously give you something that is very specific to your question, but I would with your permission, I'd like to give you something a little bit broader. Mm -hmm. So you have two types of resources available to you um, in, in terms of vibration in general for any incarnation that you have. First is what I would call spirit resources. Spirit resources are the highest vibration resources that you have access to. And they, again are exactly what they sound like. They're in some way blessed by your spirit, connect with your spirit, are gifted to you by your spirit, which is the same thing, by the way, as higher self, right? Um, and basically, like, again, all the gifts, all the little etheric helpers and everything that you have from your higher self, that's one type. There is a second type, and that is um, your two lineages, right? Like, you have helpers from your mom's side, crystals, plants, animals etc. You have helpers from your dad's side, right? Crystals, plants, etc. It is 
advisable and incredibly important. And it's also part of that forgotten knowledge and practice. It is exceptionally advisable for each of you to go through the experience and the process of understanding the resources that you have been given by all by all of these um well technically it's 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 three sources right one of them is higher self higher vibration and two planetary sources your mom's lineage and your dad's lineage i would even venture to say that unless you connect with all three you're not fully complete and you don't fully know your own power and all the resources that you have access to so that being said, anytime you're trying to access any type of your resources, and again, those are endless, you should always think of yourself, right, um, as a castle. Like there is an analogy of yourself as a castle, as a being, right? Um, we can go with a large house if you want, but a castle sounds just like nicer. Um, in that house, uh, sorry, in that castle, there are multiple stories, right? Each of the stories, um, as you keep exploring them, could really help open you up to the different resources that you would have available to you. So in that castle, the resources, whether that's animal, plant, or crystal, that you have from your ancestral lines are always going to be on the ground floor. They also tend to be called totem. So totem, totem animal, totem plants, totem, totem crystals, right? You could walk into that castle, right? And basically, if you go to the right side of the castle, like in the ground floor, there is like a hallway there. That is your dad's side of the family. If you go to the left side of the castle, there is a hallway there. That is the left side of your, uh, sorry, the mom's side of your family, your mom's lineage, right? Generally speaking, along the hallway, there is going to be many, many doors, right? Behind each door is one of your totem, animals, plants, crystals, gifts, right? You could go and explore opening door one by one by one. You can, even if you wanted to, you could have these doors rearranged in the way that serves you. Mind you, your castle is your own, so you get to change it with your intention. For instance, you could walk into your dad's side of the castle on the ground level, the totem, uh, the totem side of the castle, and say, okay, show me one totem helper of mine that I need the most in 2021. What you would see happen is this little doors that line the hallway are going to rearrange themselves. And one of the doors, you know, is going to move from somewhere in the middle of the hallway, the end of the hallway, right in that first spot right next to you. And then what you would experience is like that door is going to light up a little bit. Like there is um, light behind that door if, if that makes sense what you want to do is open that door walk in and the first thing that you see is that totem helper crystal plant animal that you need for 2020 so the reason I'm, I'm giving you this like lay of the land is so that you start understanding that you have access to all of these resources right and you can start working with your own resources now going back to your original question your spirit gifts are at the very top floor of that castle so there are always stairs in this castle so you want to go up the stairs and you want to go to the very 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 top floor by the way the bottom floor is always going to feel very cozy but there's not a lot of light in there just letting you know right that's how it should feel it should feel like like a hallway with no no windows only doors 
That's how your like uh, ancestral lineages feel. As you go up, you get into the very top floor of your own personal castle. And you're going to walk into a round, um, like a rotunda type, like a round uh, room. Like it's a very spacious room. And this room is going to have windows all over, like 360 windows. And it's going to be filled with sunlight. And that room represents your spirit uh, helpers. Like all of the um, objects, crystals, plants, animals, mythical creatures, energies that have been donated to you by your higher self for the purpose of this incarnation. To help you, to guide you, to help you become more aligned, heal you, etc., etc. This room is going to feel very etheric. This room is going to feel like very high energy, high vibration. It's almost going to feel like glittery, like a little bit, right? Magical, if you will. This room is also lined with doors. Like the perimeter of this room, this like round spherical room, is lined with doors and windows, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so basically you get to explore this room as well and open those windows uh, sorry these doors and behind this door each of the doors there's going to be an object or something for you to connect with since now we're working with crystals right um you could although i i highly suggest spending like a good hour or two browsing the castle whenever you get free time because it could be a very very fascinating exercise and if you work and practice on like developing sight and just like, you know, your inner sight, you could even interact with these objects and understand like how long have you had this, you know, protector for a new lineage, for instance. Or like why did your higher self, you know, get connected to this particular spirit crystal, for instance. Like what happened, you know, and you might even see like a particular image, a picture of like what happened when, when, when the two connected. And why is one supporting the other? So like you can actually get a lot of dense, good information. But for the sake of this exercise and for the sake of simplifying, right? Because I want to make sure that I'm giving you a range of information depending on your level. As you're going up the stairs of this castle to try to get into this round room, what you could also focus on and the intention that you could put forth is, can you please show me my spirit crystal, right? So as you open the door into this high the highest vibration room in in this castle of yours what's going to happen is straight in the middle of the room there is going to be a crystal right so feel free to like take that walk with me right now open the door or open the um you know get get through the entrance into this beautiful sunlit space right and in the middle of the room there is the one most important crystal for you to interact with right so you want to walk into that room and look at that crystal. One thing I have to, to say here is whatever you see in there, you, it is the right answer. Don't doubt what you see, right? For some of you, you might know the name of this crystal right away. For others, you might not. For still others, it could be a crystal that doesn't even exist on this planet. For some people, you might see a combination crystal, like a combo crystal. For example, half of it is labradorite, but the other one is rose quartz. But really, they're kind of like merged together. And that's fine. For some of you, there can be even be a blend of more than two. 
there's again like literally no rhyme or uh, sorry not no right or wrong answer here like whatever you see is the right answer so please in this one really trust what you see and really go with it so if you recognize what you're seeing that's amazing that's phenomenal like if you know okay like this is crystal quartz perfect then just do yourself a favor and just like you know once you're done with this meditation buy yourself a piece of that crystal right chances if you don't know what it is you can all, always try like searching for it like you you, you know like say you're seeing, seeing something that's yellow you can always just search for it google it and be like yellow crystals right i'm just like giving you examples of how like if you don't know what it is like how you could come about the name of it if it exists on this planet if it is a hybrid crystal right sometimes what you would want to do is buy both of them and make sure that as you're storing them and interacting with them, make sure that they're next to each other. Sometimes when crystals form a symbiosis, one plus one equals 10,000, right? So if you saw that labradorite meets rose quartz, for instance, and, and they were merged, that means that your full unlock and your full alignment with your higher self and your path to better decision-making, better health, better everything lies in the symbiosis of these two crystals so in for you specifically you would want to always have them together right positioned together right next to your bed bed stand or like under your pillow or even if like i don't know if you carry it around in your pocket or you carry it around in your purse doesn't really matter but for you it would be important to have them be together and even like maybe even have like uh, one common crystal bag like a bag where the crystals go for these two like they're a pair and that pair really activates you, right? Mm -hmm. For some of you, you might see something that is so high dimensional, so extraterrestrial that it doesn't exist and you know it doesn't exist. That's fine. If you're able to draw it, picture it, like paint it, paint it for yourself and that would be your physical sample that you connect with in, in this life, right? So it's, it's important to have some physical representation of that crystal. Even if it is not, like if you're really a bad painter and you're like, okay, like for the life of me, girl, I can't paint it. That's fine. Paint something, put a star in a piece of the paper and call it my spirit crystal. As long as you infuse that, you close your eyes and you infuse that 2D piece of paper with the crystal that you see in your mind's eye, you're already connected to that energy. Does that make sense? Hmm. Yeah. Okay, great. So that's that. Um, in order to connect to that crystal, what you want to do is you want to put the two palms of your hands in your mind's eye, right, on the crystal. And really take the time to position each of the fingers, right? Like fill in your pinky on the left hand, your pinky on the right hand, really connecting to the crystal. You know, your, your pointy finger, like all of your fingers, right? Really connect. And really start feeling into the energy of this crystal. If you're doing this meditation right, you should start feeling something electric or heavy in your fingers. Like you should really start feeling energy, right? And I actually recommend as you're doing this, literally with your physical hands, right? Despite the fact that you're in a meditation state, stretch out your physical hands and feel that crystal. And I guarantee you in your physical hands, you're going to start feeling the emanation of that crystal. Enable that emanation to enter through your hands, right? Through the fingers, through the uh, center of your palm and travel up 
um, up your body, right, bypassing the heart center, and then into the throat, then into the third eye, then into your crown space. And then, so like traveling kind of like, um, you know, um, on the front of your body, uh, so like where your face is. And then uh, enable that energy to do a loop um, over your head, head, and then now towards the spinal area, so the back of your body, kind of like doing this, this little loop, right? So allow that energy to loop around. And then do allow that energy to descend, right? And then allow that energy to really center and focus your, like in, 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 in the soles of your feet, really let the energy of that crystal wash away your feet and let into uh, enter into every toe and then allow that energy to move up again right uh you know through the knees up um through the root chakra sacral chakra up 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 and then again exit through your fingers again through, through your hands right come back into that crystal so there needs to be a full loop that connects you to the crystal then, um, you know, you might want to do that loop one more time or two more times if it feels good. Like really feel the energy of the crystal inside of your body. That's what you want to do in the etheric realm, which is where you are in this little castle of yours, right? Um, and then what you want to do is you want to create a little copy carbon copy so to say of this little like the crystal because the crystal in the middle of this room the spacious room is going to be quite large you know it's not uncommon for the crystal to be even taller than you are right but each again each crystal is going to be different in size each crystal has different momentum so what i actually recommend is condense that crystal into like a small version of itself like almost like a little hologram and i recommend taking that like little baby version and multiplying it and put the baby version in each of your chakras. So take like the little baby crystal version of this massive crystal and start with your red chakra at the, um, at the base of your spine and like literally place that crystal energy in the middle of your root chakra. And as that happens, allow this crystal to really fully align you to how your higher self intended for the chakra to be. Like allow the crystal to fully penetrate your, your, your root space, like your, your, your um, um, you know, the base of your, of your spine space and really get to work. Cleansing out the debris, rewriting the codes, uploading high vibrations into the chakra. And then you want to go and take this baby multiplied crystals that you have just created and do the same with all of your chakras right from down to up so you want to start with your red and finish in your crown and you want to do the seven times obviously for the seven chakras um you know if you want to work with your higher chakras and if you want to extend that go for it there is no wrong re like there is no one wrong way to do, to do it you cannot do it wrong what this enables you to do though is go through a very deep cleansing healing and alignment experience in every of your chakras this also enables you to infiltrate and impart the energy of that crystal into your inner energetic space, into the energetic cathedral of your body, if you will. And then that crystal, because you have invited that energy, right? Again, the invitation is really important for crystal energy because it's subtle. It's a subtle helper. Um, you have invited it to really transform every aspect of your body 
and thus every aspect of your life, right? To enhance it, to better it, to um, amplify it, right? All the good things, right? So that is how you work with your spirit crystal. Hmm. There are many, many other ways to work with your spirit crystal. Uh, spirit crystals tend to be really good for question answer type of meditations or like experiences if you don't know what the right answer is right again by placing the hands on that crystal and again in your mind's eye it might be important for you to stretch out you know um even your physical like in, in your mind's eye you would you want to imagine the crystal but with your physical hands you can imagine almost like hugging the crystal or tapping into the crystal or like just placing your palms on the crystal that is really the connective spot and again i cannot emphasize it enough you will feel like electricity legitimately in your palms if you're doing this right even a slight tingling um you know if you feel like that sensation then you're doing it right right then what you want to do is you want to ask a question you, know, you want to ask a question from the crystal right the yes or no question can be something that's you know a little bit more robust and as you're asking a question you want to wait a couple of seconds and then enable the same loop that we just did when you did the healing, right? Like enable or invite in the energy of that crystal to do like an upward loop for you. Again, enter your body with the, uh, the frequency and energy of the answer. Allow it to enter your body through the palms of your hands and carrying the answer up, you know, from the heart space, through the throat space, up into your uh, essentially head space, right? And that is where you can start, um, you know, understanding and decoding that answer. The answer from the crystal is going to come because your spirit crystal is very, is an energy that is exceptionally connected to who you are. So it's fairly simple for this crystal to communicate the answer to you. However, it doesn't always come with a picture or the words. Sometimes it just comes with the knowing. So the crystals are very connected to the um, Akashic field because they are the holders of information right? Their matrix structure is very conducive to holding that information. So don't try to read it. The crystal would communicate the answer in the knowing, like in your body, you would just know what the right answer is as soon as you receive it from the crystal. So have the discernment level and the openness level to hear the answer, because like whether you want to hear the answer or not, like you, your body has already received it, right? So as long as you don't resist, you're going to be able to use the crystal magic and this type of connection to get any answer that you want. Hmm, that's really cool. There is one more thing that you didn't ask. I don't think you would, but um, you could also walk around, right? First, as you are in your higher spirit sector of your castle, I strongly recommend for you, as long as you started working with crystals already, uh, might as well finish what you started. You can ask the doors in the space to rearrange themselves to show you other crystals that you should be working with, right? And you may look around and, you know, some number of doors is going to be lit up from within. It could be one door. It could be 10. I mean, it really depends. Um, and the, every door that's lit up, if you have time, and I do, I do uh, um, encourage you, to a lot, a good 30 to 45 minutes maybe for this exercise and ideally an hour because, you know, if you get into it, it can be quite lengthy, 
to go, you know, door by door by door and like doing these integrations. But you really want to at least if you even if you don't have time to do the full integration and the, the full um, like invitation of of the uh, crystal energy to work within your body, you at least want to do a meet and greet session. Like you at least want to do a handshake, if that makes sense. Right. So you want to open that door all the doors that have lit up on the around the perimeter of the room so you want to enter that and see what's inside right again and then and then when you see what's inside you can walk into that little small room and again connect to that crystal and you always connect to your crystal with your hands like with the palms of your hands that that's really the quickest way hmm. interesting and uh so once you connect with the crystal uh you mentioned one way of working with it on on a regular basis right uh question answer uh how how else would you work with your crystal and how often maybe you should reconnect with it once the connection has been established you have the connection um you should work with the physical crystal though there is uh your spirit uh your spirit crystal has a lot of potential and it's a very uh, resourceful object for you the ways you can work with your spirit crystals are literally limitless i'll just give you a few examples you can because it's your one of your number one helpers you could assign a task to the crystal as if it was an actual being because it is uh, for instance if you're trying to manifest something right you can always ask your spirit crystal to help you manifest that uh, mind you, if you're manifesting something big, don't inundate your crystal with too many projects all at once. Because crystals thrive on focus, like in focused energy stream, especially the ones that need to accumulate their energy to produce the result. So um, in, you know, in the past episode, we, we've talked a lot about healing crystals, and a lot of them don't work overnight. Like a lot of them need to like really accumulate the energy. That's why if you're enlisting your crystal helper, you know, with like helping you with a particular project or manifesting something or healing something in you that's specific and maybe it's like it's a big chronic thing, right? Um, you can only assign one big task to that crystal at a time. The way you would do that, right, is you could even write, like take out a small piece of paper and write it out of like what you, you want your crystal to help you with. And it can start like, my dear spirit crystal, I would like you to help me manifest X or I would like to uh, for you to help me heal Y or something else, right? Um, and then you can just place a piece of paper with your intention under that crystal, right? And let it stay there for like three days, right? To really be absorbed and aligned with your intention right it doesn't have to be a physical exercise truly if you would rather not do like a ritual like that that is physical but you would rather do a mental and spiritual connection you could as well um that way you would just you know if, if you were choosing to go the other route um you would go to the upper floor of your castle again and put your hands on that spirit crystal one more time and you would ask it for assistance with whatever you want, right? So by uniting your energy with the energy of the crystal, um, the pil um, um, your pillar, your intention pillar gets stronger. 
Now, we haven't never spoken about the concept of an intention pillar, but since I touched upon it, might as well tell you. So every time you have a strong intention for something, it creates a pillar. Um, that pillar stems directly from your, uh, let's call it free floating energy, right? So look, you have some, some, um, energy reserve, uh, a portion of your energy that doesn't go into your day-to-day tasks, such as, I don't know, like sleeping, eating, drinking, workout, work, et cetera, et cetera, right? Like the, your above and beyond energy. So that above and beyond energy, every time you have an intention creates like an upward pillar of light and which acts like a little bit like an energetic bookmark. When you are enlisting the energy of your spirit crystal to help you with that, on top of having this pillar, upwards pillar, that is your personal energy, it's going to have a wrap around, almost like the vine is wrapping around like a house or whatever, or like um, a staff, um, like a magician staff or whatever. You're going to have this um, energy of the crystal wrapping around in a spiral fashion, wrapping around your pillar, and then that becomes like a joint pillar. And so the energy of you and the energy of the crystal are joined. And so it's like double more effective, Hmm. right? I just wanted to make one comment. It's a little bit of like a side comment. For those of you that... (laughs) um. Manifestation is something that's really, really popular. And people, uh, very often it starts with an intention. A lot of you got really, really good at creating these intentions. And so what I'm witnessing right now is I'm just like accidentally (laughs) scanned this planet. I just need to say this because you guys need to know this. A lot of you have created a bunch of these pillars of light of your intention. And then you've moved on and you never followed up on them. And now I see in a lot of your etheric fields, in your auric fields, if you will, all these pillars that are like way outside of, you know, where you are right now. And you've forgotten that you even had those intentions in the first place. But you have all of these energetic bookmarks that, by the way, are tapping into the same reserve, energy reserve pool that you were using today, right? But the intention that you might have made was from 10 years ago. I'll give you a quick example. I don't know. Say you're a kid. And as a kid, say your family is not very rich. And say you're walking on the street one day and you see a red Ferrari. And you're like, oh my God, I want a Ferrari. And say, you, 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 I don't know, maybe you're six years old. Your energy is going to create a bookmark of an intention of this pillar of light. And it's going to stay there. The I want a Ferrari, if the feeling is really, really strong and an intention pillar has been created in this moment, you might have moved on and you're 16 or 26 or 56. I don't care, right? You might have already forgotten that you wanted Ferrari in the first place, but trust me, the pillar is still there and it's still sucking away that energy of yours. So just, you know, where I was going with this is, you know, as we started working with the energy of the crystal, I just realized that you guys are completely misusing your energy. So I had to say that. So if you don't want to inadvertently and subconsciously waste your energy on the stuff that you no longer want, because you might grow up and you might not want the Ferrari anymore. Maybe you want a Bentley now. Maybe you don't want a car. Maybe you want a Tesla because you you, you want to go green or you're just like Elon, right? But that Ferrari stick 
is still standing there. And it's kind of ridiculous because it's absolutely useless. So you, you know, I, I recommend you get in a quick meditative state. Look around and see how many of these pillars of light you have around you. And then you make one new intention to collapse any of the pillars that you no longer want or no longer serve you. And you would see that a good like 80% of the pillars just collapse into dust. And that energy can go back into your etheric field so that it can start doing new work with you as opposed to just like working with an old anchor. Hmm. That's so interesting because I saw them as like little tiny weights or like, I don't know how to, like little weights that kind of uh, useless. Yeah. Yeah. You can think of it as that. Yeah. You can and think of it as that. you just cut them and you feel better <laughs> because you, you can do that also. Yeah. I mean, th that's also a good example. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. And, uh, Okay, so it seems like we can just keep talking about the uh, ways you can use uh, your spirit crystal. Yeah, sorry, I got really sidetracked, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it's very important to hear this information. Uh, but the, the, the number of ways is limitless, right? So we can just keep talking about different ways. And this is the knowledge that is not kind of really available yeah so I, I'll, I'll just keep giving you examples so your spirit crystal is incredible for inspiration reason being is inspiration is really you being connected to um like a very fruitful portion of the akashic uh, akashic field or informational field um if, if you want to bring it a notch down of the universe right so all of your true creations i don't know whether you're an artist whether you're just creative in business or um, you know, just need inspiration for your day-to-day -day life, right? Comes from a particular part of the informational field. Because inspiration is, generally speaking, a very high vibration. It would be more in alignment with your higher self, like the inspired version of you, is more in alignment with your higher self than the uninspired or the regular version of you, if you will right? That is why your spirit crystal is actually your bridge, your gateway, your doorway into an inspired state. So if you're a human being that needs to be inspired towards something, and by the way, I feel like everybody could use inspiration. For example, like say you're a housewife, right? And you're just really, really tired and you need to make food. If you were inspired to make dinner, it could be a beautiful experience because you would feel creative. You would try to use the new ingredients. You'd find this new recipe that you've been wanting to try for 10 years. Like you would, I don't know, maybe put out like really beautiful plates and really serve the table differently. So if you're in the state of being inspired, that's a very, very high vibration. It goes very, very well with enjoying the process of what you're doing, feeling fulfilled, feeling, um, you know, delighted. So it's a really, really good feeling. Inspiration really feels good, right? So I think like leveraging and using the energy of inspiration in your day-to-day -day life is exceptionally important. Now, of course, there are people that need inspiration for, for their jobs, right? Whether that's a creative field that you're in or your job maybe requires creative problem solving. Either way, everybody can always use more alignment towards your higher self through the vibration of inspiration. Um, and so I, you know, one way you could do that, right? 
um, is if you have like a physical crystal, um, is like rubbing that crystal uh, between the two palms of your hands and really like focusing your warmth and your energy on, on that crystal, right? And seeing how there is a pillar of light and we've been working a lot with light pillars today, but let's just go with it. Imagine that there is a pillar of light that stems directly from that crystal and it connects, it first goes into your third eye area, right? Your third eye area is really your gateway um, into all, um, all types of higher guidance. And then the next point from there you want to imagine is going straight to your higher self, right? So it's like a two-step road, right? From the palms of your hand into your third eye area, into your higher self upstairs, right? Technically speaking, that is one way to get the flow of inspiration into your body. You would just need to imagine that energy coming back to you from your higher self as like a rain of energy, right? That's going to um, almost like you're standing under the waterfall. And the vibration and the frequency of that rain is inspiration, right? So that's mm. one way to create to you inspiration flow, for instance. It's also very, you know, once you, if you work with your um, spirit crystal and by work with it, I mean like at least like have it in the vicinity of, of you, you know, touch it frequently, um, you know, maybe sleep with it, have it in your proximity to your body. That is considered working with a crystal, right? And aligning with a crystal. It could really amplify anything you want to do by you, by the virtue of you just touching it. Because touching the crystal, your crystal, your charged crystal is activating the crystal. So very often, um, what your spirit crystal can also do for you is raise your vibrations, inst vibrations instantly after it has been charged, right? So once you have charged that crystal with your own personal energy, right? Once you have accepted that crystal as a part of you, and it has accepted you as a part of itself, right? You become one joint organism. Mm -hmm. As that, as that, right? This symbiotic relationship, it feels a little bit like of an Ouroboros, like the, there is like um, this, um, like you're connected into a sphere, right? A continuous circle, like two objects connected into one, where one doesn't end and the other one doesn't begin. It's like one continuous couple pair, right? When that connection is established, anything you do can be amplified by your spirit crystal. Um, it can raise your vibrations, right? So like just by touching that charged crystal and placing it in your heart space, you can raise your vibrations really, really significantly by at least two chakras. What mm. do I mean by two chakras? Generally, generally speaking, when we're talking about vibration, like somebody's vibration being low, somebody's vibrations being high, it can be reduced to what chakra are you vibrating at? If you're vibrating at your root, it's a low vibration. If you're vibrating at your crown, it's a very high vibration. So your spirit crystal is able to bring you two chakras up no matter where you are. So if you're vibrating at the red today, your uh, spirit crystal, if you just place it into your heart center and connect with it, is going to bring you up to your solar plexus. If you're vibrating at your solar plexus, your spirit crystal is going to bring you two chakras up, so it's going to bring you to your throat space. Does that make sense? Huh. That's, now, that's of course, really if cool. you are in your third eye, arguably, 
arguably in this very simplistic view of chakras you don't have two chakras up to go but hey if you're in the crown space you're good yeah yeah and uh hmm. if you also uh know your spirit animal uh is there any collaboration between between uh, a spirit animal and the spirit crystal there is sometimes and there isn't in others. They tend to work as parallel energy streams that are supportive. Um, I would not necessarily, I wouldn't attempt to mix the two energies. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes your spirit, it is possible, it's not very frequent, but sometimes they can be at odds with each other and it would create, like just who they are, for instance. Um, like, uh, what would be like a good example? The energy of the lion and the energy of the moonstone repel each other. Mm -hmm. So if you have moonstone is just spirit crystal and the energy of the lion is your totem animal, for instance, like they might not go well together. So I wouldn't I wouldn't mix the two. Frankly. Mm -hmm. So you can work with them. I would work that well, but it, don't mix them together. Correct. I would just work with them actually individually in, instead of like putting everything into the melting pot. Each of these energies is strong enough in its own right that you don't also need to mix it up. Um, then, you know, actually what I forgot to tell you, but I should, is you should really, really, really read up on the properties of your own personal spirit crystal. Like that is the one crystal that you should know front and back. You know, like you really need to know like the palm of your hands. Like what does it do? Feel into its vibration yet, but like Google it, like read up on it in this crystal books. Like the more information, the better, right? Because it'll it'll enable you to better understand your higher self through understanding the crystal, but also understand what are the things that are available to you through the virtue of this crystal. And then you can work with those particular properties. Mm, if it's a healing crystal, you can tap into it. Correct. Mm -hmm. Not only you can, but you should. There is yeah. like a reason why it exists for you. For example, say that, um, you know, what, what, uh, like one of your crystals is selenite, right? And we know that selenite is a connector crystal to the moon. Like it's a dead giveaway that you should be working with the moon. Right. So really pay attention because there is nothing random about your spirit crystal. It was put into your life for a reason. So pay attention to every single thing about what makes this crystal unique. Hmm. Right. Yeah. Because that is going to have a wealth of answers about who you are at soul level. And, you know, how you can potentially better achieve your goals. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, you know, depending on the, on the crystal, right? Some crystals have very, very nice protective energies. So they would even, you know, create this whole auras as like spheres around you of that protective energy. You know, some crystals have properties of like um, helping you avoid bad dreams or nightmares. So like for things like that, you would want to have them like next to your bed or like under your pillow. And in general, for any type of healing crystal, either placing it on your body, like to have physical contact, like say that there is, um, I don't know, a crystal that you're working with. And um, one of the properties of the crystal is to like um, heal the kidneys, right? It would be really important for you, even though you might not necessarily sense that there is anything wrong with your kidneys right? It probably means that there could be a problematic spot down the road or there is something about the energy of your kidneys that might require additional support from that crystal, right? So you want to, 
you know, lay kind of like on, on your belly, right? And just place that crystal on your kidney area just for five minutes, you know? You don't have to do it all the time. You can just do it like once every however many years, right? When you feel cold to connect to the energy of the crystal. But like that body to body, skin to skin, when I, when I mean body to body, I mean the body of the crystal and your body. Mm-hmm. That contact is very, very important for the crystal. Hmm. That's awesome. All right. Uh, thank you so much. It was extremely interesting, great information. Uh, thank you for sharing it with us today. And uh, now I'm going to end our session. Thank you so much for listening to Conversations with My Higher Self podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have a suggestion for a topic we should explore in the future, please email us at hello at conversationswithmyhigherself.co. If you resonate with our message, please consider leaving us a review or sharing this episode with your friends. The world is going to be better off for it. With much love. Maria and Sergei.